Hi, my name's Robbie and welcome back to the Goal Language Podcast, where you learn English through football. If you are an English language learner of B1 level or above and you love football, then you are in the right place to boost your fluency to the next level and learn to speak English like a native. My research as a teacher and experience as a language learner myself is that the content that is most easily available online might be great for your language skills, but will bore the socks off you which stops your ability to progress, which is a huge problem. When I learn a language, I want to meet people and speak to people just like me, who love to read and speak about what I love. Football, the beautiful game. So, if you love football and I love football, what are we waiting for? Whilst one of my priorities at Goalingua is to help English learners have better football conversations, this is not the be-all and end-all. The important thing is to be able to use your English in all contexts and situations. This week, in a change of tact from the previous couple of episodes, I'm going to speak about the subject of house moving, some of the vocabulary involved in this, and how you can use the exact same words in a different context when talking about football. How this will work then, is that I will give you the related word or phrase, then the context in which it would be used in relation to moving to a new house, followed by a sentence where the same word is used in a different context in football. First is the word address. Address. Your address is the collection of details that shows where you live. For example, number 10, Barcelona Road, Crosby, Liverpool, L23, O-L-G. This is what you write on forms, as well as letters and envelopes for correspondence. So, in moving house, you will be swapping your old address for your new address. In a football context, as in other contexts, the word address is also used to suggest the finding of or search for a resolution to something. For example... The local authorities, the police and local city or regional council must address the problems of hooliganism in the city centre on match days. Barcelona has a world-class front three in Messi, Suarez and Griezmann. But the manager doesn't use a system that allows them to be better together. The manager must address this if they are to win the league next season. When used in a past tense, it becomes addressed. Addressed. This is to speak about a resolution that has already been found. The best example is from Liverpool's signing of both Virgil van Dijk in defence and Alisson in goal. They never had any problems scoring goals, but they used the money from the sale of Coutinho to buy these two and perfectly addressed the problem they had at the back. Now, they hardly concede and they've won the biggest trophies in football. The next word is utilities. Utilities. So... The utilities in your home are the most important things like gas, electricity, 
telephone, water, for example. The companies that run these functions are called utility companies and they send you a utility bill when they want you to make a payment. In football, we use the term utility player. Examples of this type of player are Rude Hullet, Luis Enrique or Frank Beckenbauer. All three were brilliant. Hullet and Beckenbauer especially have them both won the Ballon d'Or. But they could also play in multiple positions. Hullet as a forward, midfielder or defender. Enrique anywhere across the pitch really. And Beckenbauer in midfield, defence or as a sweeper. Whilst these three were so good in each position, that was a huge asset to their manager, who could adapt the team and the system then. For other players like Phil Neville or James Milner, who have been great captains, won multiple league titles and a European Cup each, their ability to, or their inability, to truly define their role in the team other than being a utility man, could easily take the shine off what for anybody else would be unbelievable careers. So a utility man or utility player is somebody that can play in multiple positions. Keys. Keys are the most important thing you will need to allow you to gain access to your new home. In English, we would use phrases like, I'm signing the forms with the landlord and picking up the keys to the flat next week. Or, I move out of the property on Wednesday, but I don't actually give the keys back until Saturday. As with moving to a new house or property, keys are the means that unlock the doors and open things up. And this is exactly the same with football. Those players who can pick a lock where you open a lock without the key are the ones that have that bit of magic and see a different picture than other players that can open up defences with decisive passes. For example, and one that immediately springs to mind or two that immediately spring to mind are Xavi Hernandez and Andres Iniesta. You then have the same phrase the key man in the men's game or the key player in the women's game for a player of significant importance like Sergio Ramos is the key man at the back for Real Madrid and Spain. Lucy Bronze is a key player for England ladies at right fullback. There are many, many examples. Next one. Furniture. Furniture. These are the items that you put in your house so that you can live in it. For example, the sofa or couch, we use either or, the cabinets, the beds, the television units, or the table and chairs in the dining area, just to name a few examples. The people that help you move these items from your old house to your new are furniture removal specialists. This is also used when talking about a footballer, manager or member of staff who has been at a club so long that they have become 
fundamental part of the club or team. So here we would say that they have become a part of the furniture. Sergio Ramos is again a good example of this. He's been at Real Madrid so long that he is almost part of the furniture. Like a 20-year-old sofa that you have in the living room, but it's still doing a brilliant job. Next one is clear out. Clear out. One of the additional benefits of moving house is sorting through all of the older items that you've had gathering dust in a forgotten cupboard or the loft or attic. When somebody is sorting through these things and ruthlessly throwing away unwanted items to make room for new things, this is called having a clear out. You will be clearing out a cupboard or wardrobe that makes things easier to transport to your new house or to simply throw out so these things can finally be replaced. We apply this to football in English when referring to the need to get rid of several players and replace them in an upcoming transfer window or for a forthcoming tournament. So, for example, after Brazil's 7-1 defeat by Germany at their home World Cup, when only Neymar and Thiago Silva, who were both missing in that game, had performed well to that point anyway, they had a major clear-out, and many players never played for Brazil again, such as Bernard, or for a long time afterward, such as Fred or David Luiz. Another example at club level is when Sunderland got relegated from the Premier League in 2017. They had a lot of players on big Premier League wages and had a clear out to enable them to generate transfer money, save on wages and create opportunities for the youth players. Next one is cleaning up. Cleaning up. This is a phrase that is not just specific to moving house, but is a term that is applied in the domestic setting generally. In the home, you would have the general cleaning up to do, like dusting, disinfecting, and scrubbing the whole house. You have the dishes to clean, you have wash it, clothes to wash. It seems to never end in the house, doesn't it? In the context of moving to a new house, it's usually important to clean up both the house you are leaving and the house you are moving to. You don't want to leave the old one in a bad state for the people that will move in after you. And similarly, in your new home, you want to bring it up to your own standards and make sure things aren't dirty before the rooms are filled with furniture. Oddly, when it comes to football, we use this term too. When a team is winning every match or winning every trophy, it is described as cleaning up. Manchester City cleaned up when they won all three domestic trophies in England in 2019 to 2018. Real Madrid have been cleaning up in the Champions League for years. These are just a couple of examples Similarly, related phrases are to sweep away or to sweep up. In literal terms, 
This is to use a brush or broom, as it is also called, to gather up and clean away dust and debris from the floor. When a team is in a dominant run of form, either generally or in the league or cup or simply in a string of unbeaten results at home. For example, between May 1976 and April 1981, Nantes swept away all before them at home, winning 92 consecutive home matches. Next one is dismantle. All one word, dismantle. Dismantle. In preparing to move to a new house, there will be furniture, such as shelving units, cabinets, wardrobes, that are too big and bulky to take with you. Or, fit in a removal van, if they are in one piece, as a complete item. So the word we use that describes the taking apart of something, in this case, furniture, is to dismantle it. As you can gather then, the same can easily be transferred to a situation such as the Brazil-Germany match at the 2014 World Cup that I mentioned earlier. This is an example of where Germany dismantled the Brazil side. They took them to pieces. Next one is boxes. 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 When moving to a house, the smaller items need to be collected up and packed together so they can be accounted for to make sure they don't get damaged or lost and then transported to a new place. In football terms, we describe the penalty area around each goal as boxes, using phrases such as, we need to defend our own box better. We need to create more chances in the opposition box. <coughs> Excuse me. We would also describe this area as a penalty box, sometimes also called a goal mouth, which I admit is not box related in any way, shape or form, but is another phrase you can add to your list of football phrases. Next one is wrapping. Wrapping. Now, this is different to the type of wrapping that you might hear Eminem or Dr. Dre do. This is wrapping to wrap something up. And it is spelled W-R-A-P-P-I-N-G. And I'm spelling this one for you because it has a silent W at the start. You do not pronounce the W. Wrapping. To make sure the smaller items don't smash together in their boxes whilst in transit, they need to be wrapped in something protective to keep them apart and soften any impact if they collide. So you don't empty the box and just find hundreds of pieces of ornaments. When moving to a new house, this wrapping can take many forms, but usually old newspaper or bubble wrap. In times gone by, people would use cotton wool to wrap things in as a means to protect them. And this phrase can be transitioned into football as well. Let's say, for example, Los Angeles FC. 
Carlos Vela is their star man and talismanic goal scorer who they can ill afford to lose to a long-term injury. But let's say he's been playing for a couple of weeks with a slight ankle injury. It's painful and will stop him playing at 100%, but he probably could play. He should rest, but the next match is the derby against LA Galaxy. So the team can't do without him in the derby. So for this week's game against Seattle Sounders, what should the coach do? If he were to choose to leave him out to protect him, we would say that the coach had decided to wrap him in cotton wool so he can be ready for the big derby the following weekend. So when you protect the player, this is said to be wrapping them in cotton wool. And it can also be applied to, um, in this instance, Carlos Bella starting the game against Seattle Sounders, so not resting him completely, but giving him maybe 60 minutes and then taking him off early, substituting him early in the game, replacing him with somebody else as to not risk the injury. And that is also called wrapping somebody up in cotton wool. The coach will be taking off Carlos Bella to wrap him in cotton wool. The next one, packing. Packing. The reason old newspapers, cotton wool and bubble wrap are great materials for filling up boxes is because they take up the remaining space and fill up the box. This is called packing. When you pack something out, you fill it out. You use materials and wrap up the items to pack out the box. Similarly, the term packing is used for the action of filling bags, boxes or suitcases to move your belongings in general terms. So in the supermarket, you would pack your bags. You put the items of shopping that you bought in a bag, that would be to pack your bags. The same phrase is applied when going on holiday. You pack your suitcase full of your clothes to take it with you. So you pack your bags to go on holiday. In football terms, when one of the attacking team has a corner kick and they send all of their players forward, including defenders, sometimes even the goalkeeper if they're chasing the game, this is called packing the opposition box. So we referred to box before, the penalty area. So if you send your players forward in a surge to fill up the spaces, that is called packing the box or packing your opponent's half. So if you're trying to push them forward, push them back, pin them against their own goal, apply the pressure, then you are packing the opposition half of the pitch as well. Next one, tape. Tape. Once all of your boxes are packed and the items inside are safely wrapped, the box will then need sealing. To do this, you would use tape. Sticky tape that keeps everything securely together. For this reason, the same term is applied to a situation needs to play through an injury. In this instance, we could use Carlos Bella again. Let's say 
his ankle is still not quite fully recovered just before the LA Galaxy match. Despite the coach resting him and wrapping him in cotton wool for the Seattle Sounders game. However, he has to play. There's no question. He's too important. So, the club physiotherapist, or physio for short, will wrap the ankle up in tape or tape it up to allow it all together to to allow it to be held together sorry securely so bella can play without pain and also reducing the risk of a further twist or aggravation of the injury that would make the problem worse the last one we will cover today is removal removal I've mentioned this term a few times already in the context of removal people who drive a removal van that take away or remove your items from your old property and take them to your new one. The same term applies when a manager makes a substitution. He removes one player to replace them with another. Now and again, the same term is applied to a player being sent off for a second yellow card or a straight red card. The commentator can say that the referee has removed the offending player from the game. So, to summarise, the key phrases we have learned today that can be applied to a different context in English, including football, the domestic setting in the home, and specifically to moving house are address, address, utility or utilities, dismantle, dismantle, bubble wrap, cotton wool, cleaning, clear out, boxes, furniture, packing, removal tape hopefully this will be helpful for improving your football conversations at home work or or with your friends so that's it um i've enjoyed this once again and i hope you have feel free to give feedback and let me know of any words or phrases that you didn't understand additional to those that we've covered or anything else that you want more information on do like subscribe and review on all the platforms and go to goalangwood.com to subscribe there and i will catch you again next time thanks very much